You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Say what? show dusty like is with you a little earlier carrington gave me a uh, christmas gift early he said hey i feel like you want to do a little extra show tonight seems like the team and the fan base is in shambles let's get you out there a little bit early it was a surprise to me it was a, a surprise christmas gift from one carrington harrison 33 minutes of airtime so uh feliz navidad uh merry christmas carrington Merry Christmas, Dusty. Happy Hanukkah, Marv. Merry Christmas, Harry. Uh, but this is the Red Reaction Show. It's not our show. It's yours. 913-586-7610 with Nick Price with me tonight. Um, probably one of the worst Monday night football games in the entire uh, season tonight. So no need to worry about that. No parlays tonight. Just a whole lot of fun Speak talking about yourself. the Chiefs. Yeah, I know you're into it. I mean, you know, you got you to gotta give yourself a reason to watch, right? I just couldn't do it. I just, to be fair, I put a wild parlay out there that's five bucks. So it is yeah, what it is. You've been on those. Uh, you're on those like wild five buck parlays oh, to yeah. win like five grand. Yeah. Oh, dude, I had one uh, yesterday that was uh, or on Saturday. It was first touchdown scores mm-hmm. for all three games. It was seven dollars to win uh, thirteen thousand dollars. Obviously, I did not hit, but I will eventually. Right. So I the believe. text line is uh, is awake. Have we been on for three minutes? No, uh, we haven't. Okay. Howling Werewolf early. There you go. I've been a Chiefs fanatic since 1969 Super Bowl four, 65 toss power trap. It ought to pop wide open. Henry Hank Strand, rest in peace. Coach, welcome to the show. I'm here for you. You're here for me. 913 586 Seven six ten. The signal is up. The people are awake. I just want to give you because I feel like there's maybe mixed emotions. I feel like we're a little bit indecisive with each other. So if you've ever wanted to meet some of us, myself included, you can't because six ten is doing another special beer playoff release. Cinder Block Brewing Company is doing it. Great people. Great place. 6 p.m. Friday, January 13th, 2023. Playoff Pilsner will be available. That's awesome, too. It's right yeah. down the street from our restaurant, so I'll be out there hanging so, out. That's right. I mean, you know. Maybe I'll come in beer, for wings. Before, well, I got to be there at 6. Will you be there? Can I get there at 5? Dude, you can get there whenever you can want. Can I call ahead and get some wings? Yeah, I know a guy. And some fried pickles? I know a guy that can get it ready for you. That's right. Oh, yeah. So I do need to apologize to a few people. Uh, one, uh, to the eight, one, six, I told you the chiefs weren't covering. Correct. You get, you get praise for that. Dude, they never cover. That's not true. I mean, very rarely do the chiefs cover. And a lot of the time though, it's because they're 10 plus point favorites. It's tough to win by double digits in the NFL all the time. Are they covering Saturday? What's the spread? I don't know. Gotta be like chiefs by at least eight and a half. I would assume. I'd say no. Okay. It's going to be 12 degrees. That's just the high. The- See, I'd say definitely no then, right? Because mm-hmm. it's going to be one of those, 
you got re- two really good offenses going at each other, mm-hmm. but fluky things and turnovers and all that happens when it's really, really cold and that ball's as hard as rock. So mm-hmm. I could see this kind of going a little bit more back and forth. I think the Chiefs still take it. Yeah. We'll talk about it at the end of the show, though. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's going to swept today is the – okay. I need to pause. I feel like what Mahomes looked like yesterday when he went to Eric Berry – or Eric Bieniemy. did you see that? When he goes – oh, no, sorry. So Mahomes goes to the sideline, and you know like when, you, when like fathers are mad, they want to scream, and then they pause, and they go back, and they're like <sighs> – and they do that. Okay. That's how I felt like yesterday was, but where, where I – thought today was going to go is not where I thought it would go. And allegedly, allegedly, uh, Chief Superfan, big trouble. And I don't want to leave this yet. Don't want to leave the show with this because somebody said, please tell me you're going to talk about Chief Saholic, big Twitter presence, and robbed a bank in Tulsa. Allegedly, 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 allegedly. In the same mask that he wears to Chiefs. Allegedly. That would allegedly be a really bad idea. Yeah. For the record. Now I can tell you. Mask of your own face. I can tell you. We will be talking about the randomness downfall of Chiefs super fans later on in the show. Carrington gave me 30 free minutes for Christmas. He was nice enough to do that. And I feel like I need to give you guys some very entertaining radio takes. And I think I was gifted twice today by Twitter and by Carrington Harrison. Right. Had no idea I was getting no, this free all, 30 minutes. It's all falling into place. Literally had no idea. Got here. He said, hey, Dust." How you doing? Merry Christmas. He sucks like Tony Soprano now. I do. How you doing? Agabish? Yeah. Tony Soprano, man. What a guy. Terrible ending to a great show. Um, so 913-586-7610. Red Reaction Show. Not our show. It's yours. Phone calls, texts, everything you want. Um, but where I want to start this show out is, is I think tonight my nickname might change from the dirty werewolf to the dirty pessimistic person. I don't know if this team can win a Super Bowl. I'm not trying to be sky is falling. I'm not trying to be the skip Bayless. I'm not trying to be that guy, but I have no idea where this team currently is three weeks before the playoffs start. And I'll begin with everyone says, The Chiefs just tend to always play to their competition. That was the worst team in football. You know what that team's record was yesterday? 1-11-1. I've never seen a record like that in the NFL. Ever. That team that the Chiefs played yesterday is a bad football team. There is no hiding that. There is no denying that. And you know me, Nick. I'm always the guy that comes on this show. Batman says it. Big T says it. I'm a guy that just tries to tell you, relax. Just chill. It's not the playoffs. I am saying that. I am telling you that, that this is still not where the Chiefs tend to be the best team in football. And the football season really doesn't start until after the first of the year. But this team is doing things that if they do that in the playoffs, which obviously would debunk what I just said, but turning the ball over, Special teams, terrible. If they're doing that when they play, gosh, I don't know, the Chargers in the first round of the playoffs at home, you're not winning that game. You barely beat Houston. Literally barely beat Houston. On a fluke fumble in overtime where Willie Gay had to rip the ball out from an area that you normally don't want your hands to be on another grown man. And then Jarek McKinnon, who had had enough of Harrison Butker yesterday, just said, give me the damn ball. And I want to talk about Jarek McKinnon for a second. Jarek McKinnon has been fantastic this year for the Chiefs. In fact, I am calling. You remember when we did baseball shows? And I said, let the kids play. We ought to scream that out. Let Jarek McKinnon be the feature back for the rest of the damn season. I love Isaiah Pacheco. I think Pacheco runs hard, runs like he hates the ground. But Jarek McKinnon just gives me the feeling 
that you should have in running backs in the NFL. Is he experienced? Yes. Do you trust him with the football? Yes. Is he elusive and good and patient? Yes, yes, yes. He waits for the hole to develop. He's good with catching the ball. He's great after catching the ball. And he just seems to have that knack where every time he gets the ball, something good happens. I'm not saying that he gets five yards of play. I'm not saying that Jarek McKinnon is Le'Veon Bell. But maybe he can be your version of that. Because two weeks ago, great game passing. He had, what, like six for 112 and a touchdown. And then this week, he does the exact same thing to almost a T. He wins the game with the walk-off run. Now, granted, there's offensive linemen that helped him with that. But again, he saw the gap, figured out when to get there, and just ran straight through it. Again, I think Isaiah Pacheco is the future running back of this team. I don't think the Clyde Edwards-Alaire is on the Chiefs past this year. But I think that Jarek McKinnon should get more chances. And I think where I lead with this show is I'm not 100% convinced this team can win a Super Bowl, but I'm 100% convinced that Jarek McKinnon should be the feature running back. I think that the main concern with that take right there, Dusty, is just we've seen that with volume, Jarek McKinnon has been a little bit fragile. So being able to keep that one-two punch, I don't think that's a bad idea. I've been impressed with Pacheco. I mean, obviously, he's got to figure out how to stop coughing up the football. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing that'll get you in the doghouse as quick as possible with Andy Reid. But the biggest thing for me is I like the one-two punch. We talked about it last week, right? You've got mm-hmm. Pacheco, who turns a two-yard run into a seven- or eight- or nine-yard run. But then you've got McKinnon, who takes what might be a seven-yard run and splits it off for a 30-yard touchdown in the game. So mm-hmm. I think that you see it a lot where McKinnon just doesn't have the size and the actual strength where – if he's running between the tackles, for the most part, you know, first guy that hits him, he's kind of going down where Pacheco seems to bounce off of everybody. So I would like to still see that kind of balance, mm-hmm. but I see what you're saying. And the thing is, is you get veterans like Jarek McKinnon that you lead on in the playoffs. I also that think guy's that- been there. He's done that. And he knows what he needs to do and what's important right then, which is taking control of the football. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Pacheco doesn't, but he's a rookie. No, but the other thing, too, is that Pacheco messed up earlier in the game when he didn't pick up the blitz. And Mahomes got sacked on third down, and they mm-hmm. had to punt. And that kind of like, and I get it, like Andy Reid's offenses are very scripted. They're very drawn out. But one little blip in what they're trying to do seems to just send a, like, shockwave through the entire team. Like, what was it two weeks ago when Orlando Brown had the false start? It seemed like that sent a riff in the offense for a little bit. It was like, ah, wow, that's it. That's a riff. But that like that sends like, I don't know what it is. It's like this team is purely momentum based. Yeah. Right. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Dusty, but it's like when you're like, if you watch the, if you play the newer Maddens or anything like that, Mm -hmm. it's very based off of momentum. If things are going well for you, sure. You're going to make the plays. You're going to pick up those blitzes and everything. But it seems like for this team, What I've noticed this year is when things aren't going well, they fall into a rut. They start making mistakes. They start committing penalties, turning the ball over, and it takes Patrick Mahomes or something spectacular Mm -hmm. to swing that momentum back in their favor. It's just you're going to run into it with younger teams like the Chiefs currently have of the mental part of it. That's that's what we got to watch for because I'm with you. I don't know if this team, how they're playing right now, can win a Super Bowl because – the problem is we've seen it time and time again with the Chiefs. They like to play down to their competition. They like to just kind of give it just enough to win. And to their credit, they've done that so far. I mean, they've got three losses on the season. Even if you have escaped Houston and Denver, two of the worst teams in the NFL, in one-score games. But you can't fall into that kind of complacency once playoff time comes. Because if you end up running into a team in the first round of the playoffs that just sneaks in, and you're not playing your A game, anything can happen. True. 913-586-7610, not our show, it's yours. This is the Red Reaction Show. Nick Price, Dusty Like is coming up after this. I want to talk about the defense. I bring it up every week, but this week I think we need to bring up a little bit more about what is the most concerning part about this defense. Plus, Chiefs fans, man, the super fans are just, they need a 30 for 30. 
This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Red Reaction Show, not our show, it's yours. Dusty Likens, Nick Price with you. I kind of understand the negativity today from the 816. However, I hear Chiefs players in after-game interviews say that was one of the toughest teams they've battled. I see Chiefs players getting body slammed to the ground with no penalties on the opposing players. Maybe that has something to do with their performance yesterday. You could tell they were frustrated. Oh, yeah. Like, halfway through that game, I mean, everybody was pissed off. They were getting punked by a team that didn't need to be on that field with them. Right. Had no business being in the same field with them. And, I mean, they were playing tougher than the Chiefs. From the 9-1-3. They may not be good enough to win a Super Bowl this year, but they never were supposed to. It's a rebuild year. I think as long as you have Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, and Andy Reid, every year should be a year where you should try to get at least, you should be a Super Bowl contender. 913-586-7610. 913-586-7610. Dope man in Kansas City. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello, hello. Did we lose him? He's off. Yep. Go ahead. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. Go ahead, man. Hey. Yeah. You know what? Like you just said, hey, we it's supposed to be rebuilding here. And I don't like everybody's talking like Colquitt and coming on today and this and that. I I get what he's saying, but there is is Bucker actually healthy? I mean, and I I just I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Thanks for the call, dope man. As for Butker. I think Pete Sweeney and I talked about it last week. There's a good chance that he's not ever going to be 100% this year. But I think it's more than the injury. Like, I I said somebody yesterday on Twitter, it, it looks and smells and sounds and feels like he's got the yips. I'm not here to say... We talking Bucker yips? Yeah. Sorry, I was on the phone. No, you're good. But I just, I think when it comes to that, and I don't know we got to get to a break. And Batman, I know you're on the line. But I got to let you start the show like you always do at 8 o'clock. Because Carrington, I don't know if you know this, Carrington gave me 30 free minutes for Christmas this year. That was my gift from Car- Carrington. White elephant gift. Said, hey, 30 free minutes. But I truly do think, because it looks like the yips. Because it's extra points. It's, I don't know if you've ever golfed with somebody that gets the yips in their putter. And that's what it seems like. Like you ought to make a six foot putt, five foot putt more often than not. You've been doing it for a while. It's not something that is egregious or hard to do. Speak for yourself, putting stuff. But normally when that happens, they'll push it one way or the other, push it or pull it. And that's what happened with Butker in the kicks. And it's not like, now, I know he missed the 51-yarder at the end of the game, and, and that, and he normally hits that. But, the but extra it's a 51-yarder, right. you know. Like, There's a little bit of leeway. Cut a little slack there. Right. Like, it's, it's, it's a hope and pray that, not really that, but it's, it's more of like a, this has a 65% chance of going in as opposed to a kick that has an 88% chance of going in, right? Like, you've seen your buddy hit 13, 14-footers all the time. But to win the match, he misses it. You're like, yeah, it's still a tough putt. But to miss a five-foot putt to to win or to – I just don't understand what it looks like the yips. I'm Dusty Leggett. It's Nick Price. Batman will get you on the other side. This is Red Reaction Show, 913-586-7610. It's not our show. It's yours. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. Show, Dusty Likens, Nick Price, not our show, it's yours, 913-586-7610. While I have you here, while you're at the beginning of the show, slash not the beginning, because maybe some of you joined at 730 when we had our free on-air 30-minute special. Uh, six cents is another special playoff beer release at Cinderblock Brewing when January 13th, time, 6 p.m., date, 2023. Playoff Pilsner will be available. I'll be there doing this show, well, not this show. I'll be doing after hours from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Love to see you. Have you come out? Last year was a good. It was a good time. A lot of people came out, had some fun. I know Neil and uh, Lone Jack bought me a beer that was uh, basically the color of the sky right now. Pretty sure you could have gotten like eight miles uh, to the gallon on that beer. That was a one and done. Something we're hoping the Chiefs won't do in the playoffs because as long as they win, this show's on. I win, you win. The signal's up. Batman, go ahead. You're on the air. No, that's it. You know, Werewolf, I, I just wait for this last chance to regroup all our thoughts on what is what went down. Uh, that started the rock chalk with, with, with the Kansas, with those Hawks doing that thing to Indiana. And they're very dangerous again. They're the defending champs. And I have to shout that out. But you guys graciously, the Werewolf and Nick, Price is right. They let the bat speak the truth as, as best that I can, and I get it all from all the all the the Chiefs ex Chiefs that played that are, that do you know we have the best coverage that we could possibly have in this city for the Chiefs, and the Red Machine appreciates it. But this last four games is that fourth quarter that Andy's talking about. It's these are this is like going to to the prom. This is where you get the last four times that you get to try things out for real because they, you can, as you can see in all the games, there was a lot of contenders all had pretty close games and uh, it's because everybody's turned it up or not and they want to end their season on the right note and whether they're going to make the team again or if they're going to go on to the playoff. It's playoff mode. It's pumped up. And what we got to see in our game, which was an incredible change uh, of what happened, and to begin with, it looked like it was going to be slow starting. Nothing was really going to happen, and they were starting to run on it. Then the Red Machine got it took their vitamins, and, uh, and a coach got it together. We had some messed up kicks again, which will hurt you in a close game. I'm not worried about our punting near as bad as the kicks because each one of those points matter. And you could see the things that really mattered in this game is, is the effort that was players gave certain players, like number one, numeral uno, Ed, 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 in, the, in the same frame as Ed Podolak with the extra yard, the touchdown, a one-yard touchdown, and then one that just went, it, that flipped off the entire state of Texas when he ran that 26 yards and then drew back and bazookied it into, into, the, into the bull, that, that piece of beef that's on the wall. That was one of the coolest plays. And the coolest plays that you'll ever see this year is that catch on, on a rocket that Patrick threw by number 11. By, you know what I'm saying? He snared that thing oh, yeah. like it was out fishing. Like it was out fishing. It was, it was one of the most incredible catches. It was a brat layout. It was like going skydiving. It was cool. So anyway, you know, I'm just trying to rattle on because there was something that really cool. Willie Gay was incredible. The thing of it is, when he got to the goal line and made that, what he was, that was beautiful timing. And, and, and normally they would have let that go because of that play. And it was poetic justice on the fumble that Frank caused. That he came out with that ball. Did you see how ready he was to, to make up for, for that play on the goal line? Willie Gay is incredible. Uh, our two linebackers are all pro material. They're, they're, that's one of the best parts of the year uh, uh, to see those linebackers. 
is all I can say because I, re- I re- remember Willie Honeybear Lanier, the best, and, and Bobby Bell, they're incredible backers, and we got them again. And, you know, the only other thing I can rattle on about is that the Red Machine is looking at the Bills. You can see how the game, you can compare how Josh Allen took control of the ball just like Patrick did. So Patrick is, he's MVP. There's no doubt about it. He wants it. He deserves it. And I'm telling you, I want, man, you know, we want Philly. Come on, werewolf. We'll take the we'll spin to Philly and take, we'll, do, we'll take them and show what's up. And it's all this whole year and our whole show and everything you guys do because you're the best. And it, it's, it's incredible. It's a, it's a voice. It's a vine. The reason we're going to take it to the number 16 for Lenny and because it, we deserve it. We've been the most consistent. We have the best, best team. The Red Machine is the best. And finally, last but not least, Travis, incredible. How many 100-yard games? And, my God, there's two things we have to point out. The hit on Travis, unacceptable. That may, he, I'm surprised he didn't kill that back that did that. And then we have Patrick, who was beheaded in front of everybody and ripped down on that play that was screwed up anyway. He picked that fumble up. That, that man should have been ejected. That was unnecessary. And it could have put it could have hurt our, our whole year, him and Travis. Whatever they do, rules. They are the goats. They're the two best players that our generation will ever get to see. And we're going to take the Super Bowl just because of the werewolf, because of Speck, because everybody that does it, because of the Bink, because everybody that kind of shows out. Because the two, you know, this is the red machine, and it's because of you guys that I, we get to do this. I love you guys. Let's go for it. Take care, Batman. Love you too. Much love. Thanks for the. Uh... What is it, the Led Zeppelin song, Ramble On? Great song. Um, yeah, I mean, I look, I think it's a pretty pretty consensus feeling about Carl Cheffers, right? I think everybody's kind of kind of where he's at. I think I mean I saw sur- I saw him come up for the first flag and I yeah. was like, this guy again. Yeah, and it's like uh it, it's almost like maybe he is uh Maybe he is surpassed Joe Buck for most disliked in Kansas City. I hope so. This is an unpopular opinion, but Joe Buck is great. Speaking of popular man in Kansas City, one happy birthday to this man, Dan and KCK. Go ahead, man, on your birthday night. Hey, thanks. Thanks, Dusty, and thanks, Nick, for that. Yeah, I'm enjoying my birthday. Yeah, some cake, guys. You know, I got a back from the Salvation Army bell ringing today. I rang at Walmart's at the Legends there, too. So, nice. I had a pretty good birthday. Yeah, it was like, you know, it was in, well, that thought the Chiefs would pound the Texans. But, hey, a win's a win. I just got to clean some stuff up. Got to quit fumbling the ball and everything. And I agree with you. With, uh, I'm, I'm really tired of Carl Jeffers. You know, I'm still pretty pretty t- PO'd about what he did to Chris Jones on one it wasn't that roughing the passer on Derek Carr even after the game. Derek Carr told Chris Jones that wasn't roughing the passer. So I don't know what's wrong with Carl Jefferson. He shouldn't be even be banned to go to Arrowhead again because those fans are going to let him have it too. So anyway, it was a great game. And uh, what do you think about the Colts meltdown like that? Thirty-three, nothing like that. And uh, and uh, uh, Friday it's the fifth year of the Macklin reception. You know, for the Franco uh-huh. Harris, uh, yeah, and then uh, the Raiders and uh, and uh, Steelers, and I agree with Batman. I was going to ask you guys something. Uh, are you surprised that nobody's uh, broken Ed Podolak's uh, playoff record for 350, 350 yards? What do you think about that, guys? Take care. Happy birthday, Dan. I'm glad you're having a better day than Chief Saholic. Rabid, diehard Chiefs fan, 100. Representing the loyal Wolfpack. Game traveler. Meme maker. Also an at Suns and at Angels fan. K-State alum. God above all else. Allegedly. Allegedly. Chiefsaholic. Um, a very interesting story today. That's it. What a, what a weird individual, man. So allegedly he has robbed a bank. I don't know. There's it's some tough pictures. to say. I mean, there's some alleged pictures flowing around that he had the wolf hat on. Allegedly, there's a lot of alleged things that it allegedly like happen on I might Twitter. Have, I might have to lose the name Dirty Werewolf. Yeah, I don't. You might have to be distance yourself. You know, you might need a rebrand. Something. Good. Lord. What are we feeling? I, nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. You just nothing. want to be dusty. That should be fine. Okay. What about like D Money? 
Absolutely not. <laughs> That's not happening ever. Is that Aaron Jones going to touch them? I really hope so. It's either him or Dylan. I don't know the number yet. It's Dylan. My God. <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> Dude, I hate, I hate sports. Okay. Anyway, so let's get to Dan's phone call. He says, Carl Sheffers, look, I've never felt more like Bob Fesco than yesterday. <laughs> like, I've never felt more like a Fesco persona took over my body than yesterday. Like, some of the hits that the Chiefs were taking. And I'll start with the Jarek McKinnon where they called it, what, a crack block or a whatever it is where you a blind, oh, side, a blind hit. side block, but he blocked him in his But chest. he was coming towards Jarek McKinnon. That was, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, when that happened, the NFL is rigged. I think, I just want to throw this out there, too. Mm-hmm. After they had that really bad run of all of the flags, like it seemed like every defensive play, mm-hmm. then they started picking up a bunch of flags. And straight up, it's not good either way. If you're so flag happy that you're having to pick up flags because there mm-hmm. really wasn't something there, you're not doing times. your job. And if you're throwing flags on things, it it's just frustrating because you look at like that playoff game with the Bills last year. Mm-hmm. How many penalties were in that game? Was he the guy in that game? No. I'm but he was the one that sure, called rubbing the passer right on, uh, on, on, Chris Jones. on Chris Jones. Yeah, when Chris Jones had the ball right. in his hand. And so my thing is, my point with that is, Dusty, is that everyone says that's like the greatest game they've ever seen. So maybe there's a correlation between just letting the guys play for the most part, only mm-hmm. calling the really egregious stuff. Yeah. And that making for great entertainment because nobody wants a ref show. And that's what it was yesterday. No, that's not what they need to do. What they need to do is stop hiring part-time officials. Start using more technology because this whole yesterday was a joke when when it came to officiating. I'm not here to say that that's the reason why the chiefs look so bad, but you've seen it across other games too, not just the chiefs. Yes. It was a bad day for officiating. Like if you want to go every, like if we want to go back to the things in the Chiefs game that I saw, the hit on Mahomes where they threw him to the ground. Now I'll listen to people that want to say, well, he fumbled the ball and then picked it up, and technically he becomes a runner. Well, he didn't really run with the ball; he just picked up and got ready to throw it again, and they threw him to the ground. Um, the Travis Kelsey taunting or unsportsmanlike conduct when the guy literally was you could watch it, and again, I know my grandfather's been telling me this. My dad's been telling me this. My stepdad's been telling me this. Everybody in my family's been telling me this, that it's always the second guy that gets caught. Even when you're in school, it's always someone who does it the second part. Like, the guy that throws the rock, when you do it back, they're always going to get that guy caught. You always get in trouble for retaliating every time. The thing is, is that you see the, the, the blindside block call or whatever that rubbish was. The throwdown... Um, the fumble of Juju, I still think was kind of confusing because I didn't think there was definitive evidence that he fumbled when they didn't call it a fumble to begin with. Um, and then of course they called the play dead. So at the time, so then you could go back. That was confusing. It was just a piss poor performance on their part. And not just in that game, the touchdown in the Raiders game clearly looked like his foot was out of bounds. The pass interference call in the Washington and New York game, clearly pass interference. They didn't call it. And we're in a situation where this product on the field is at an ultimate high when it comes to the talent that is football. There is not a better time. And it's only going to get better until it stalls out. And I don't know when that is because right now it's on an uptick like GameStop, whenever Elon Musk said to the moon or whatever he said what was it? Game is, is like GameStop or whatever it was on Twitter. Yeah. And it just took it from like $35 a share to like 88 and 17 seconds. Cause that's what the NFL product does every single year. And when your support system is the referees to keep this game moving forward, is this terrible? This will cause teams to fault. This will cause teams to get in a rut and this will keep things 
unbalanced in a time where it should be the best of the best of the best, sir. Like, that's the way the NFL should be ran. You have a product that makes a ton of money, that has a ton of advertisement, that has a ton of endorsements with athletes because these are the best athletes. We've never seen these many athletes at one time in this league like there is today. Like the receiving competition, the quarterback competition, all of it. And yet you're going to have these terrible officiating games where you look at things and you're like, that's not the way that outcome should have been, but that ref made that decision. And like you said, picking up flags. I've never seen in my life a game where referees have picked up that many flags. I've never seen in my life guys get hit the way they were getting hit and getting thrown down to the turf when you can clearly see. And the only reason I'm saying this is not because it was the Kansas City Chiefs and I do a Kansas City sports radio show. It's because every single time I watch football, I see these types of plays get flagged for penalties and they were not getting flagged yesterday. And it makes the league imbalanced because when you look at Chris Jones and he gets called for that roughing the passer call on Derek Carr and Chris Jones in the locker room after the game goes, I don't know what we're supposed to do anymore. And then you watch Patrick Mahomes get thrown to the ground by the neck and there's, you don't even have to call it roughing the passer. Just call it unsportsmanlike conduct. Unnecessary roughness. Unnecessary Isn't roughness. that like, that's that's a flag that we have. That we've seen. Yeah. That, that we've seen get called that before. And then, away. So, that's only, that's my concern. It has nothing to do with how bad they were against the Chiefs. It has everything to do with how bad they've been in the NFL this year. My buddy and I were watching the game yesterday. And, I mean, my biggest point was nobody's going to complain and about and it's not going to like hurt the game as much if they just miss some calls and they don't throw the flags as opposed to what they're doing right now which it seems is some crews just throw a flag on everything and some of them don't flow, throw a flag on anything at all you know like it's it's just got to be consistent and it just depends on which guy you get on what day who's running that crew and it's bad it's bad man like but nobody's going to Nobody's going to care if, hey, that might have been P.I., but they didn't throw the flag. You know, unless it's that Rams-Saints-NFC championship where it's so blatant that you just blew that call, those kind of things don't usually rile up a fan base or rile up the people who support your product as much as games where it's just flag, 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 every third down, every big play is turned over, and that's what is getting people to this level of upset with the NFL when it comes to their officiating. It's just, it's wildly inconsistent. And there's some people that are just flag happy out there. Like just let the guys go out there and play. So Dustin Colquitt on Twitter day says, watch the holds and try saying that again on the extra point, the laces on are on facing the sidelines. He screwed him all year. Harrison Butker seems to be a popular guy for the wrong reasons. And I think the Chiefs found what they need to keep going forward with because at this point in the season, it's consistency, trust, and loyalty. And I think they have it in this guy alone. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. From the 913, Cole quit calling out Townsend. Get it right. That's what I said. Watch the holes and try saying that again. On the extra point, the laces are facing the sidelines. He's screwed him all year. He, as in Cole quit, represents talking about Tommy Townsend. I mean, if this is the case and everything, mm. which he's gone back and watched it, so I believe it. This is more on Dave Tobe than anything, right? I'm not mean, recognizing and correcting something like that. To or me or on Harrison Butker for not saying, hey, man, hey, bro, I, just, I want I'm this at. a little bit different. Right. Like, I want you to hold it like this. That's where I'm at with it. It's like, at some point, you got to be like, like you're making deal. me look bad out there, yeah. you know? Can you hold it like this? And if he has been saying that, then at some point you got to go to a higher power. I mean, I mean you got to work it up the chain, right? You try to work it out between you two, and if it's still not getting better, then that's when you got to sit down with coach and say, "Hey, yeah. I need you to talk to him." Yeah, you just got to be like, "Hey, man, he can't get it right." 
Um, for those of you that have future bets on Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP, you're in luck. This morning, the NBA MVP odds were Hertz minus 150, Mahomes plus 165. As of right now, Patrick Mahomes minus 225, Hertz plus 250. Um, that would s- assume that somebody in Vegas, some greasy guy, has got an inside track to Jalen Hurts, probably missing this week with soreness in the shoulder that he suffered. Yeah, I think they the said Bears. a right shoulder sprain. So, you know, yeah. I know a lot of fantasy owners out there probably not too happy to hear that news, but it's up in the air. Yeah. Regardless, though, an additional game for Patrick Mahomes to pad his stats. If Jalen Hurts doesn't play, it's not a surprise why Patrick Mahomes jumped to minus 150 today. Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, he had a good game yesterday. Is Tyreek Hill Offensive Player of the Year or is Justin Jefferson? That's tough. I'd probably say... I'd probably say Tyreek Hill. Okay. But either way, Patrick Mahomes now leading candidate to win MVP. Going to break the NFL's passing yards record in a season. And he now has, like, I think I saw the notes that I get after every, every game... Um, he now has like three or four that I think he has four of the top four of the top five passing touchdowns in a season for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like he has four and Lynn Dawson has one. Um, I will uh, talk about this a little bit later on, probably after this next break with the Chiefs Saholic thing because it's it's I mean unreal. I mean, just just when you think you've seen it all. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly uh, robbed a bank on his way to see the Chiefs play the Texans, or he was, I don't know, man. I just, I can't get into it. I mean, you, you thought a guy getting knocked out by another Chiefs super fan and then posting on a video in scrubs from a hospital the next day and then, I mean, good hell. I mean, the Superfan headquarters is having a PR nightmare right now. Mm. It's been a bad 12 months for that group. Well, they just need to make a documentary, man. What if I told you? Yeah. What if I told you these guys spent more on bail than they did on season tickets? That's how I would title it. Later, friends. Jordan Olathe. Let's get behind this football team. I'm hoping despite the frigid tips Saturday, Arrowhead is packed. Go big red machine. I I think weather tends to because we'll, we can talk about that for a second. It's gonna be, I think I saw either some I think it was Lindsay Anderson said that it's 7 p.m. on Saturday night, the temperature at the wind chill is negative 25. I mean, I know a thermometer is what reads that, but um, I don't have any idea how anyone could be like, yeah, it's going to feel like it's going to feel like negative 30 outside. Have fun. But again, it's Christmas Eve. It's a Saturday at noon. Um, I think you'll. I think you'll see a good showing. Plus the chiefs have been on the road the last two weeks, right? Or three weeks, right? Yeah. I think the, it was at Cincinnati at Denver at, uh, Houston. Is that right? Last game was the Rams game, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that the, the thing is too, is with Christmas Eve, there's a lot of people in town that usually aren't in town. Sure. So like, this is my chance. I don't really care how cold it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Somebody from the eight one six. I still can't believe the body slamming is not an automatic flag or getting punched in the face. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Here's here's another thing, too, uh, that I totally forgot about. But last night, mm-hmm. have you seen all that stuff with Terry McLaurin? Yeah. That's Getting the flag I, after he checked with the official and all that? Yeah. I mean, it's come terrible. on, guys. It's no. embarrassing. All right. Um, but nonetheless, seven straight division titles, two conference titles, and a Super Bowl championship since 2016. Um, Patrick Mahomes is one of only five players in NFL history to record four or more seasons of 35 touchdowns or more. He joins Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Uh, Peyton Manning did it four times. Brees did it four times. Uh, Mahomes has played as five seasons as a starter and achieved this four times. 
So, you know, Tommy Townsend goes to Twitter. Coach Reed preaches this all the time. Don't listen to people outside of the building. They have no idea what they're talking about. Back to work this week, preparing for Seattle. I wonder if he's talking about guys like us or if he's talking about guys like Dustin Colquitt. Definitely the latter. And I thought Matthew Barry had a good tweet today because we were talking about the referees last last segment. How is the NFL a multi-billion dollar business, but they don't hire full-time referees and they won't use technology to its full extent, which is what I brought up. This non-call on Samuel, the fact they call the Raiders touchdown good, games are being decided by dead wrong calls. Matthew Barry, not somebody that I normally lean on uh, for for information, but that is to a T. Um, to a T. And then if you want to go to uh, Carl Cheffers' crew, tried to give the Texans the ball after the overtime fumble, but Willie Gay wouldn't reasonably let them. Literally is, is this. Willie Gay had the football in his hands, and he wasn't sure it would matter. Shortly after snatching a fumble recovery from the scrum during overtime, the Kansas City Chiefs' 30-24 to victory over the Houston Texans, the Kansas City Chiefs linebacker heard bad news from a few feet away. Quote, one of the refs came over like, it's blue, it's blue. Gay said in the locker room after the win, referring to Houston's jersey color, but I obviously had the ball to my chest. The next move, the next move Gay made, he said, was out of instinct. While the officials huddled up to decide who should get the ball, Gay jumped out of the pile and raised it above his head, showing everyone watching who had ended up with it. Quote, so it makes all the other refs like, I mean, White has it. End quote. Gay said with a smile, quote, so it makes it clear for the whole stadium to see, end quote. Are you freaking kidding me? Like, that's where we're at. Did you see that one clip, too, that was going around where one of the guys forgot to turn off his mic? I don't remember exactly what week that's from. But it says, so should we just say that? And then it cuts out. I was like, are you just guessing out here? If you're guessing, err on the side of not calling it. It's just... It it's right. like my thing has always been with officiating in any sport is if you're playing a pickup game and it's a flag or it's a foul, call it. Right. If not, probably don't call it. That's that's my deal. It's usually it's one of those things. You see it, you call it. So I have a question for you. And if the fan base wants to answer here on the on the text line, nine one three five eight six seven six ten, feel free. What percentage do you have right now of trust and Harrison Butker to w- make a 47-yard field goal to win the game? 40%. That low? Yeah. Here, I'm, not, I'm not that dramatic. Here's my thing, though. I have a I don't 75% think chance he makes it. I don't think he's healthy, you know? And I think that people want to say the yips. I think you can get the yips from mm-hmm. your plant leg has not been healthy all year, and you don't trust it to hold up. So you're approaching it a little bit differently, you know? We can dive into this of whether it's being, you know, whether the hold is off or all these different things, but it's just like, okay, for example, I broke my hand in college, right? Mm -hmm. It took me a while to trust that hand again when I was playing sports. Right. And it took a while to, like, really get back into it to where I wasn't thinking about it again. And we all know that when you're trying to do something at a level like these NFL players are doing, if you're not able to just find that that zone where you're actually not really thinking, you're kind of on autopilot, mm-hmm. you don't have that thing chirping in the back of your head, I hope my, my leg holds up here. Yeah. Or, hey, I got to make sure that I'm planting this way because it hurts when I plant that way. You know, I don't know anything about his particular injury and what he's feeling right now, but that's kind of what my guess would be is that he doesn't have 100% confidence in that. And he might be feeling better now, but he's missed enough kicks this year to where it's it's hurting his mental focus when it comes to the confidence that you need to be as good as he has been. I would like to know if there is, like, a nagging injury. Like, you would think that it's obvious that the injury is still affecting the way that he kicks because it was his planting foot, right? It's like the foot that he steps on before he swipes through. So... I guess to give it some sort of like analogy, it's like if you're if you're playing golf, it'd be your left foot. Like you're gonna probably have to start swinging with your upper body more. I think like Charlie Woods actually did that this weekend. Right, it's gonna change the way that you swing and altogether. It's change, the worst part is gonna change the way you think. Now, I will say that I think this team and and as much as they have gone through a lot of 
I don't know, as much as he has always this team in general been able to be prepared, it would not surprise me to see this team by the time playoffs start look completely different than it looks now. And Butker's piping them from all over the place. Butker, because, I mean, he hit the field goal against the Bills with the 13 seconds left. And kickers are flavor of the week, right? Like, one week, he's back. The next week, it's like, I don't know if we trust him. Now, I'm at a point where I'm between 70 and 75% confident that the ball can be snapped, be placed, and he can pipe that sucker and the Chiefs are fine. That's about where I'm at. 70s, and I think that's fine because I think the highest I could ever get would be like 90. But I think at one point with Butker, I was at like an 85 to 90% Oh, shift. I, sure. I mean, it he was automatic it. for a while. Right. And My- I, I do think, because Pete had talked about it, I do think there's a little bit of an injury because it was a high ankle rolled sprain at a terrible field, which I think they can still, you know, get people to maybe change that field in Arizona because it's caused a lot of issues this year. But again, like, man, just get right. If he's not right, then let's just have Eric Reed kick extra points or Justin Reed kick extra points every week. Justin Reed kicks (laughs) extra points and just stop kicking field goals once it gets past the 35 yard and just go for it until the playoffs start and let him just get ready. On the other hand, though, he's not going to get that mental focus back until he hits a big one. You know, until it's just like when uh, when you've been going and shooting hoops and everything and you're bricking every shot and you're like, man, I lost it. Right. But then you have that one day where you hit a big shot in a game and it's pure and it goes right through the net and you're like, that felt good. I can still do this. And then after that, you know, you're just strapping threes from wherever. I'm not talking about myself. Obviously, my shot's pretty broken, but Mm. that's the kind of thing that we see with athletes all the time is they'll struggle for a while after going through some tough times and trying to battle that mental game. They need something good that reinforces, Hey, I got this so that you stop thinking about it. Like you said, with the golf swing, I mean, there are some times you go out there and you're just chunking it all over the place. And you're like, I forgot how to, how to play golf. But then you go out there on 18 and you flush that one right down the middle of the fairway and you put it up on the, on the green, and maybe finish out with a birdie. And you're like, okay, I'll come back next week. And you're usually better for it because you know that you can do it. I think that's what he needs right now. I think he just needs to sit the rest of the season. And like I said, you just need to let Justin Reed kick field goals from outside. From If it's a 30-yard field goal, I think Justin Reed can hit it. If it's further than that, go for it. Get your ankle right. Get your foot right. Because the last thing you want to see is this, is this team lose on the leg of a kicker. Like, I think everybody was upset last year, but everyone could blame Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes blame Patrick Mahomes. And everybody's like, you know what? He owned it. It is what it is. Whereas, like, you lose because of a field goal kicker, there's going to be a lot of pissed off people. Coming up next, Chiefsaholic. I don't know what the hell's going on with the Chiefs. Actually, I do know what the hell's going on. Allegedly, I'm going to tell you what I think is next for the Chiefs fan base. And then also, we just have to keep winning. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. In case you didn't know, 610 is doing another special playoff beer release. Cinderblock Brewing is the place to be at 6 p.m. on Friday, January 13th, 2023. Playoff Pilsner will be available. Had it last year. It was fantastic. I'll do my show after hours from 6 to 9 from Cinderblock Brewery. So I want to get into this. This story from... Twitter today because 
we had quite the quite the ride with another Chiefs fanatic. So allegedly at Chiefsaholic, robbed a bank. Now I don't think the picture is real, but there's pictures showing around where he had his wolf hat on, and my buddy Robert said that he's not a werewolf, so I should be okay. Right. So they're just wolves, not werewolves. It's different. Yeah, it's like the cousin. And it starts off with, like, people being respectful. Like, hey, haven't heard anything from a guy who is, you know, only got, like, I think, he, Nick, I, was, I think he's got, like, 30, 36,000 followers. Woo! 36,000 followers. And apparently, or allegedly, he says this on his Twitter as of December 13th. He says, after graduating K-State in 2016, I was working a warehouse job marketing $12 an hour. Today, I manage multiple warehouses throughout the Midwest and make an excellent living. And I'm only 20 years old. Hard work pays off, and I don't let anyone. And, oh, no, hard work pays off, and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. I guess robbing a bank is essentially hard work, allegedly. And... I don't know where we find these guys. I don't know what the deal is, but man, it's, it ain't good. Pat McAfee tweets, Pat McAfee. Okay. This at chiefs news is straight out of a movie. First it was red extreme and X factor. Now they have a bank robber. The Chiefs super fans our characters, pal. I find it interesting. Like, this is the type of story that, like, shouldn't be talked about with a fan base. Like, I don't know, and maybe it's just because it's here, but I don't know if I've ever heard of super fans. The one I do have questions about, which maybe I should do research before I ask it, is whatever happened to uh, Fireman Fred in the Jets organization? I think... Did he get thought me he retired? He retired. I thought he retired. Okay. And, and like like Boltman, you know, the Chargers guy? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he boycotted afterwards and he's like, you know what? They're moving from San Diego. I can't Done. do this anymore. You know, so like that's that's respectable. Like the greatest Chiefs super fan we have is the lady with the two punching dolls. Oh yeah. Sweetheart. Has to be. Oh yeah. Unless yeah, yeah. we I mean, find out. Dude, I re- I remember that from back yeah. my first Chiefs game back in two thousand three. But I'm afraid to say that she's the best. What's next? Chris and KC, go ahead. You're on the show. What's going on, Dusty? How you doing, Nick? We're good, brother. How are you? Uh, I'm not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. Just working in between between breaks. I wanted to call you guys and um, put in my little two cents. You know, the refs had never liked the Chiefs, right? Never? Never, ever have liked the Chiefs. And I think it's... For one reason and one reason only, we wear red. Red is a passionate color. It's an intimidating color. You see what what color the Matadors curtains are that the Bulls run at? Mm-hmm. They don't like red. It's it's an intimidating color. So maybe the refs see us as bullies. So even if they don't see us bullying the other team, they're going to throw the flag. Hey, let's get some yellow out here to tarnish this red a little bit. How about that? I dig it. I dig it. I, I appreciate the phone call, Chris. Um, not liking the Chiefs. I mean, that's fair. Maybe it's just Carl Sheffers. Maybe that guy. I mean, like I said, I I blamed referees throughout the NFL. I just think the referees in the NFL are just. I just think they're bad. I don't think they're. I don't. I don't think they're good. And I get it. The the sarcasm of the color red is is fine. I love the color red. Tell you what, man, you put some red on, we have us a night. But I I don't I just think the product of NFL officiating is bad. I think officiating is bad all throughout. Look at baseball. And I think the problem, and I know that this is kind of derailed. But the thing about everything that is involved 
with officiating in, in professional sports is that it's all ego. And this is a take. This, is, this has no truth to it. But in my opinion, it's all about ego. The referees have a very, very powerful device in football. They have a whistle. And what does that whistle do? It stops everything. Shuts it down. They know that. The game cannot be played without them. They know that. All of these things go into the ego bank. And I'm never going to say in reality, truthfully, that sports are fixed. Now, I know the NBA and the Tim Donahue thing, that's insane. And maybe I'll be wrong someday and I can come on the air and do like I always do and and humiliate myself and tell you that I was wrong. But I think it's just ego, man. And I don't know if it's just happens to be the chiefs more than not. I don't know if it just happens to be wrong team, wrong place because it doesn't make sense. Why would they want Houston to win? Why would they want Kansas city to lose? No one loves Buffalo. No one loves Cincinnati. I just don't understand when organizations like MLB, NBA, and NFL make the type of money they do and they can't seem to get it. Like when you go to a fine dine restaurant, chances are, chances are the service you get will be better than when you go to like a suburban franchise. They just should be. Like if you go to... If you go to 801 Chop, which I know is a franchise, but it's a very expensive restaurant in Kansas City, your service ought to be a little bit better than when you dine in on a Culver's. And you should expect that. Just like when I watch some of the best athletes and some of the best product in the NFL week in and week out, I expect the calls to be right. Come back. We'll wrap this show up. It's the Red Reaction Show. 913-586-7610. Dusty Leggett's Nick Price. Not our show. It's yours. This is the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens, brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kansas City Chiefs, serving the kingdom for over 100 years in 200 locations. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Red Reaction Show. Taking your calls now at 913-576-7610. Here's Dusty Likens. And Nick Price. So maybe, maybe we've been a little negative tonight. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to be a little pessimistic tonight. Going to have a, a little bit of whatever you want to call that. But. You know, not a, not a, not a great day, right? Uh, kind of a foggy win against the Texans. I get it. Just keep winning. Just keep doing your job, and things will fill out in the way they're supposed to do. You're tied with the Bills. You just need to have a hiccup against where they play Cincinnati on New Year's Day or the yeah New Year January second. They play them on Monday night. They got to play, I think, the Jets. So I mean, there's still time. It's a tough win, but Josh and OP, go ahead, man. You're on the air. Hey, what's going on, Dusty? Happy holidays to you and your family and everybody. Thank you. You too. I just wanted to touch base, man. Like, uh, I'm from Philadelphia originally, and going coming to Kansas City and being a diehard Andy Reid fan and, like, watching watching the growth of this team, like, I, I see a lot of people, especially around my workplace, that are like, oh, man, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. But in, in actuality, man, if we look at it, if we look at our losses, they were very ref-influenced. Like, you look at the Colts' loss with the Chris Jones situation. I mean, we're really, like, if you really want to call a spade a spade, we should have lost the Buffalo game, and then Cincinnati we lost to a questionable fumble. Like, like we really had control of that game going in. And these are just circumstances, man. I think if we wrap up like tackle play and give Pat a good pocket and um, just allow him to be him, and like he's gonna pull us through a lot of stuff. He covers up for a, a lot of lot of um, mishaps that we have. 
but he's the best in the league, and he's the best in the league for a reason. So when it comes to playoff time, let's say this offense operates different without McCole Hardman. You get a healthy Kadarius Tony, then you have playmakers. Then it's gonna what's gonna happen is it's gonna free up Travis Kelsey. Now of course we got to worry about our defensive output, but I think at the end of the day, when it comes to the playoffs, everybody will show up. No doubt, Josh. I appreciate the phone call. I totally agree with that. I uh, am 100% in belief of that. The problem is, is that we're just, we're to the point where those hiccups, those types of things, like I, I would just feel a lot more better. I think like a lot of you fans, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if you went and played a team like Houston and you won 31 to 10 and everybody got to rest in the fourth quarter and you just had one of those games. You had it on the way to the Denver game, and then it went to you-know-what in a, in a second. And here you are again playing the worst team in football with the worst record in football, getting the number one draft pick next year with a team that's firing their head coach. And you're on pins and needles the whole game, and it's a fumble in overtime to win it. To be fair, though, I mean, the biggest things this time of the year is wins and staying healthy. Right, and they're doing that. And they got out of that game with a win and without any significant injuries. That's so fair. I agree. That you know, was... I, like we can be all doom and gloom. And obviously our job is to try to analyze this and break down this team and where mm-hmm. they're at. But when it comes to get the objective done, get to the playoffs, stay healthy. Right. They did that yesterday. No doubt. You just got to keep winning. It's going to be a season where a ton of teams are going to have to play week 17 or week 18, whatever the hell it is these days. Going to be an interesting three-game stretch. Chiefs get the Seahawks on Saturday. Don't forget Saturday at noon. And then you play the Broncos and the Raiders. And you just got to keep winning, baby. Let's see what I did there. Um, the NFL is not about being comfortable. Well, sure looks very comfortable for the Eagles. Minus Jalen Hurts. That's obviously not comfortable. But, again, seven straight division titles. You got a home game. Nobody got hurt. Nick Price, love you to death. To all the callers, everybody listen, thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everybody out there. I'm Dusty Likens. Go do something nice for somebody in this nasty, cruel world. I'm out of here. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.